Hey, everybody. Do you guys enjoy what I do here on the podcast? And do you enjoy listening and watching to what I do on YouTube as well? Maybe you're trying to think of a way to help support these projects and and content that I release. Well, I'm going to give you one idea to think about, and that is Patreon. I'm not sure if you realize it, but Midgard Musings is available to become a patron uh, to on Patreon. So go to patreon.com slash Midgard Musings, and you can help support what I do here on the podcast and across my other social media platforms for just as little as a dollar a month if you so choose, right? So if everybody who's listening and watching what I do pledge just $1 a month, that would help tremendously. There are other tier levels of support that you can choose on Patreon. So head over to patreon.com slash Midgard Musings and see what fits you over there. As always, thank you so much for your support. Let's get back to the podcast. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and 6-1 since that matters and what do I even say other than hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better and dating safer. They've changed. So you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Everybody all over the world, if you are looking to get your voice heard on the Midgard Musings podcast, you have the option to call in, leave a voicemail, and be featured on the podcast. So all you have to do is to whatever country that you're in, you need to dial one to reach the United States. Area code 615-671-9832 is the hotline number. Just call in, leave your voicemail there, and I will review it. And I would love to feature your message here on a future Midgard Musings podcast episode. Really excited to feature this opportunity on this platform So again, that number is 615-671-9832. It is a local United States domestic number. So if you are outside of the country and you need to reach the U.S., dial 1 uh, for the U.S., 615-671-9832. Go ahead and call into the podcast. Leave your message there. I am looking forward to hearing from you. Thank you so very much for supporting what I do here on the Random Heathen Ramblings podcast on Midgard Musings. Well, all right, everybody. Hail and welcome back to another Random Heathen Ramblings podcast here. uh, My name's Jesse I host these somewhat regular podcasts on uh, Midgard Musings. For all my listeners and viewers out here on YouTube that are viewing the video version of this, thank you so much for your constant and ongoing support. Um, and just a quick you know, apology for missing last week. We actually had a podcast lined up last week um, due, to sc- due to some scheduling conflicts with the, the guest, myself mainly, um, it was it was it was it was a, it was a scheduling conflict with myself mainly. Uh, my wife had just been getting in out of town. Um, there were some 
medical or health concerns with my wife, all of which has been, we're, we're good. Okay. We're good. But, um, so sorry for the, for the absence of last week's, you know, episode, but we're here now and we actually have a really special guest. I, uh, at least I'd like to think so. This is, uh, this is going to be an interesting one. Um, going to be a fun one though. It's going to be fun and interesting. Um, as always, if you are not yet a um, supporter of the podcast on of your listening platforms, make sure that you upvote or follow the podcast. You know, so whatever platform it is that you're listening on, please be sure to favorite it or upvote it or you know, just whatever uh, whatever the platform calls for you to do. Um, please be um, please consider you know upvoting it in that way. And if you want to become a follower or a supporter or a member what it is it's a member of the channel on midgard musings uh youtube channel and actually get the video version of these then the links for all that are going to be in the show notes of this episode and in all episodes so check the show notes out um to become a supporter it's called member keep saying supporter. you're all supporters I mean, you all support what I do because if you're listening and watching, then you're you're already a supporter. But if you want to help, you know, uh, support the channel uh, monetarily, um, consider becoming a, a member of the Midgard Musings community on Facebook. So, um, just my mic here. So, basically, what we've got going on today is uh, we're going to be joined by uh, Josh. Josh Kroom is going to tell us a little bit about what he is all about. Um, but before we get into that, let's go ahead and get into our intro for the episode, as we always do. So here we go. There you are. Where are you? Where do ye be? There we go. Um, for those that were watching, there was a little bit of a <laughs> we call a hiccup, a technical hiccup. Um, that is a technical term, by the way. A technical hiccup. I work in IT, so I should know. Um, but anyways, here we are um, on the Midgard Musings podcast, Random Heathen Ramblings. Um, if you guys want to be heard, if you guys want to have your voice heard on the Midgard Musings podcast, please consider calling in to the Midgard Musings hotline. That number is 615-671-9832. Uh, leave me a voicemail, and I will... Uh, put it on a future podcast episode if you have any questions if you have any thoughts if you have any ideas things that you want to have your own voice heard and and shared on uh on the podcast so um there's that there's always also the uh the free uh voice message option you you do get limited uh to a one minute limit um 
there's some guys out there that I know called the one minute limit. The one minute, one minute hit it kind of thing. Um, we don't talk about that though here. <laughs> those, uh, those one minute hit it kind of guys can, uh, they can go on, take a seat somewhere, but no. So the, uh, the, the voice message option, um, and once again, that's uh, usually offered on whatever podcast, streaming, listening um, platform that you're on. I know Anchor does it, which is Midgarden. Anchor.fm slash Midgarden Musings. Um, I think Spotify has one. So probably any, almost any other, you know, podcast uh, platform that uh, this podcast is streamed on, you'll uh, you'll get the option to to send that if you just want to send a quick hi or hello or hail or an idea whatever and it's a one minute limit feel free go right ahead knock yourselves out but if you want to you know be uh be shared on the platform and, and, and have your voice heard on a more extensive level then definitely please check out the option of calling in it's just pick up your phone dial 615-671-9832 and there you go also be sure to check out um for all of my listeners You've already heard about the uh, the Patreon and, and the merchandise for all of my viewers out here. You probably already know about that too. Um, but all the information that I mentioned is um, is going to be either in the show notes of the episode or in the description of the video. So check all that out when and as you are able to, please, and thank you. So yes, it is good to be back podcasting to all of my fantastic viewers and listeners um we're gonna bring in josh josh Kroom. he is the uh founder and owner of the father of the wolves outdoor adventures uh company we're gonna hear a bit more about that and get to know a bit about josh i actually know josh from a previous um project that he was involved in and we've maintained communication over the years rather loosely sort of so to speak um and he is he is heathen or he is pagan um and he and he has this really awesome business that he runs uh reconnecting or helping people to reconnect uh with the outdoors and a sort of outdoor adventure lifestyle uh sort of thing so i don't want to speak too much without him being here um to to speak on it because i'm really excited to know more about what father of the wolves outdoor adventures is um, it's all going to be all his business information is going to be linked to uh, this episode. So check the show notes, check the description, etc., etc., so on and so forth. Um, but let's go ahead and welcome Josh, um, Josh Kroom, to the podcast. Here we go. Yeah, folks. All right. So, like I said, here we are. Uh, I've got Josh Kroom with me, joined uh, all the way out there in. Uh, Somewhere in the mountains, North Carolina, I'm going to say. I'm going to venture to say. Is that, is that accurate? <laughs> it's uh, foothills, but... Uh, foothills. I, yeah, I'm the foothills, but yeah, I'm glad you s- lived up that way for a little while. I'm glad you say foothills because I'm from... I'm from uh, up, well, I'm not even from upstate New York, but I'm, I'm from Long Island, and I moved to like the, the lower foothills of the Catskill mountain range. Okay. So when everybody's like, 
oh, you live in the mountains. I'm like, no, man, they're the foothills. You want to go to the mountains, you got to go out to like the Rockies or you got to go up to like, <laughs> those are mountains, man. You know, the, the Appalachia uh, mountain range, like those are mountains down like over here. Like right. this is, this is like, you know, uh, this is like the calluses on Rip Van Winkle's toes. This ain't nothing, <laughs> you know? Well, so I, I actually live in a town uh, here in North Carolina called Kings Mountain. Okay. I, and so it there's there is that mountain another one called Crowder's Mountain um and it's it's I, to me because I grew up in this area so it's it's more like bluffs man you know it's just like just like mm-hmm. a little mountain like a little hill that sits up high enough that they could call it a mountain and yeah uh you know and there's state parks and there's hiking and there's some camping and you know so many people because I'm just outside the Charlotte area okay so, uh but I can get to, you know, Appalachian in about an hour and a half, which is what I love because I, I was living up there for a while. Uh, yeah. So I didn't want to get too far away from it. Yeah. But uh, so many people like run to the Crowder's Mountain or the King's Mountain like, oh, I hiked this mountain today. And I'm like, no. I got to do something about this. <laughs> <laughs> and I you are. You yeah. are doing something about it, which is, which is, which is like the large – larger scale uh reason why why you're even here today so you know just for everybody's uh edification for everybody's understanding um i've known josh uh here now for um we were just talking about this before you you came on uh the biggest part of three maybe four between three and four years and and this the uh the way that we met you know how how we kind of became friends as it were um, was a, was a bit of an interesting tale. Um, but, uh, it, it had to do with a musical project, a band. I know you still are, are pretty active with like musical stuff. Like you, you've got yes. projects and stuff, but so for everyone's edification, if you wouldn't mind, just share a little bit about who you are. Um, we're going to get into kind of why you're here in just a minute, but, uh, yeah, okay. just tell everybody a little bit, you know, I know you're here because this is a random heathen ramblings podcast and <laughs> You, uh, you tend to uh, gravitate or identify as a, as a heathen yourself, but yeah, introduce yourself to the to the fine people out here. So, uh, Josh Kroom, I have been raised outdoor uh, pretty much my whole life. Um, spend ninety percent of my time outdoors. Uh, even my professional career that I, that pays the bills uh, involves being outdoors. Um, and then, as as you were saying, you know, we met through music. Um, I'm in multiple musical projects. Um, we met through uh, my black metal project, which has yeah. changed names since <laughs> since we last met. You know, we right. went through a, a whole rebranding since then. Um, that is known as Therese Runa now. Um, mm-hmm. Then I'm also in a death metal project uh, called Mafia, which actually... Uh, one of the members is from Venezuela, and he nice. moved here to America about four years ago, and the project was active there. So when him and his family uprooted and came here, he instantly was like, I can't let this project go. So he wanted to get it, keep it going, and he met all the founding members. Um, and uh, the bass player, which is also in Tarus Runa with me, um, they had a little issue with a singer that they had at the time. And uh, called me up and said, hey, can you help us with a show? And I was only going to help them with their CD release show. And then next thing you know, they're mm-hmm. like, hey, will you join us full time? Um, 
So wow. I have those two active music projects as well as I am working on a solo project called Skogamar, uh, which will be Nordic folk. Um, been mm. diving into a, a lot of folk instruments and learning and causing myself headaches, but for the best mm. part, because I love it. Uh, I've, I've known to take instruments hiking on my... sit on top of a mountain and you know beat myself up playing these things and learning them so that i can get that project uh out there yeah that's funny um that you mentioned instruments taking hiking i um i just acquired a a uh a bison skin drum um from a very very talented um craftsman and um I, I I went on a recent hike in my area, you know, it, nothing nothing fancy. It's 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 pretty pretty uh, beginner level, just you know, flat trails, maybe some you know dips and spikes or whatever in the terrain. But all in right. all, it was about a five mile hike. But I was like, I got I had the drum with me, and I'm just like, you right. know, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna like record anything per se. But I ended up stopping along um, uh, on the return you know trip with the uh, by the water because it was you know it, it's a flowing river right. whatever and just you know beating on the drum over the water and stuff like that and it's uh it's therapy man like it's yeah. it's it's very therapeutic come to find yeah. out you know me it's... not being a musician but <laughs> and and you know that's that's what i founded it um and, it, and it's a big inspiration behind that my solo project because um i do the same thing it's just you get out there man you're sitting there you're i call it in my environment if i'm in the forest you know where i'm in the mountains or just backyard uh you know that's that's where i'm most happy man so and then music is a big part of my life so when i bring the two together you know in like you said some of the instruments like i have a tall hopper that i i am currently Mm. (laughs) Man, it's kicking my butt. I'm not even gonna lie about it, but it, I, you know, I just I've always been obsessed with the sounds of it. Um, but you know, I, I got a little bag and I take them and I just sit there. Um, and then sometimes my job keeps me on the road, and which me being me, I'm like, uh, I don't even want a hotel. I'm just gonna go camp and I take instruments. And recently, Damn. I was uh, sent to Jacksonville, Florida, and I picked, I found a campground, man, that had like alligator infested waters on one side and then it had the ocean on the other side and i was just like so yeah man it was like like, this is cool awesome experience yeah yeah like like, whatever the hell with a marriott give me give me the the swamps give me the (laughs) exactly man like dude like i'd sit around a campfire and like was like feeding like raccoons things you know like they're like running off and just like getting basically out of my hand uh, you know, and I know that's bad. Some people are like, "Oh no, don't feed the wildlife." Okay, I mean they're trash pans, and they they literally eat trash out of dumpsters. So at least yeah, like you know, as long dog. as you don't, yeah, as long as you don't feed them anything <laughs> toxic, man. Like they don't. Right. Care. That's cool. Like right. you're just at that point, you're just like connecting with nature. Exactly, man. You know, but there was this one moment, man, because I um. I don't have a drum to say like I, I'm actually jealous of your drum, man. I've seen you post that thing, and I was like, that is yeah. beautiful. You got to um, get one. You got to get I, one. You got to, you know, get Oh, it's going to happen. It's on the <laughs> list, man. I've seen that. And then you're like, Buffalo's. I'm like, oh, man, come on. Like, yeah. I got to I, I gotta check that out. But yeah. um, I just got like a, a Tom drum. 
And I took that out on the ocean and uh, or on the beach. It's like at night. It was dark by the time I got back. And I sat there. There was no one on the beach, man. Mm-hmm. And I was just sitting there playing that. And I was recording it, listening to the ocean waves. And I was like, mm-hmm. all right, this is probably one of those things like I'm going to have to put in the project. Like, I got to save the sound clip. Because mm-hmm. just hear the oceans clash, you know, the the waves clash, man, and the beating of the drum. It was it was fun, man. It was I, I don't know how long I was out there. Uh, I just got lost in it, man. I was just having myself a good time. Yeah, man. That the time doesn't uh, time doesn't translate the same when you are out there in nature, you know. Right. At least not for me. Like I went on that five mile hike, and I'm like, man, I've been walking forever. <laughs> and I had an app or whatever that was that was tracking my you know miles or whatever, right. and my t- of course you know my time or whatever. And at the end of it, I'm like, I made it back home, and I was like, wow, two and a half hours and five miles later, I was like, I feel like I just you know walked half the earth or or whatever. It's like you almost you know I think at some I don't know how you feel because like this is kind of like it's it's more of a it's more than just a hobby for you, right? right. Like being outdoors, like it's 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 a lifestyle um and it's actually something that you're looking to at least in my understanding it's like it, it a livelihood as it were you've got a business we're going to talk about father of the wolves outdoors advent outdoor adventures um here in just a second but you your your sense of time gets skewed right it could either yeah. go by so quick or you can be like i've been out here forever um but you've only been out there for you know a minute 30 minutes an hour whatever right it just, right. it's so strange how time just shifts it, it, and, it, and, it, and that was um just kind of the idea for me for the business was you know a lot of people get consumed in their fast-paced life man of go to work take care of your kids take care of the house do a, do all these normal things uh and a lot of times people you know, they may make time for themselves to sit down to watch like a football game or something. Mm-hmm. Um, that's not me. For me, it's I got to go outdoors. If if I'm stranded indoors for a long period of time, man, I start going crazy. Like, <laughs> and mm. that was the thing is I was like, more people should experience the outdoors. And in my time, because business um, officially, you know, I made it more of an official thing, uh, started in 2020, but it's actually been behind the scenes for years. Um, For years, I've took people on adventures and taught them things and showed them things, uh, or people see me, hey, I see you went did this. I've never done that. Can I go try that sometime with you? Um, And that's kind of how the business kind of came about. It was, you know, like, hey, what if I do this more than just every once in a while? Um, because like, like we're saying, man, there's something about being out there where that time is just zooming by. Um, Mm -hmm. you know, I spent nine hours on the lake kayaking up in the mountains (laughs) Mm -hmm. and, uh, it didn't feel like nine hours to me, you know, towards the end, I mean, nine hours, you know, rolling, you start feeling, you know, I think I've been out here for a little bit. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You know, you start feeling the burn. But, you know, it was one of those things, like, I felt like I could go another nine hours. Like, you know, even my body was starting to feel tired, but mentally, I was so happy. Charged. I didn't care, man. And, you know, there was even a storm coming in, and, like, I even got, like, smashes some rocks, man. I felt like I was on a dragon boat fighting for my life there. <laughs> man. man, that <laughs> but, is uh, crazy. It, it was fun, man. Yeah. Um, 
you know, so yeah, that was, it's nature is just beautiful, man. And there's a lot of people in this world that I feel is missing out on that. Um, and I do get a lot of clients that are city driven people who are, they have no clue. They have no clue what to do. They don't know what to wear, what to bring, where to go, what app to trust or what directions from Google is to trust. And, Mm. you know, then I take them and I show them things that they've never seen in their life. You know, I had a client two weeks ago. Uh, the guy has never been out of the city. Um, took him on a, a camping adventure, showed him the Blue Ridge Parkway for the first time in his life, showed wow. him a huge waterfall that he's like, man, I've only seen this in like commercials. Pictures. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, and, and man, I sat back and I watched him just light up as he watched this waterfall man and it's a magical moment when i see the clients like that that are they're just they're overwhelmed with excitement because this is something Mm. they've never seen before and they never knew it was as amazing or to be as appreciated as it is or it needs to be yeah that's tremendous i think you do i think you're doing a great thing so it's father of the wolves outdoor adventures you've got a facebook page Mm -hmm. you've got a according to your facebook page you've got a a big cartel uh website and you've got a a, an email for i guess for booking sessions or booking adventures and stuff so is there anything else out here for people to find you or is that it so no no they're actually i will be shutting down the big cartel i've actually got an actual website being built and it will be father to wolves.com um it is but it's not accessible yet not accessible yet it's being built right now uh i just got a, a sample of it about a week ago to kind of show me their layouts um and it's definitely going to be a one for all they can go there they'll see all the different packages i have um and that way they can book through there because what i one thing that i'm not changing so how i book and how they did it to pass big cartel through the email is after you know the deposit or the payment is received uh we set up a zoom meeting and nice. I go and I go through with them. I also have forms that they fill out, which the website, I'm going to have the forms automatically on there so they can fill them out and then ship them in as they're doing their payment. Um, and it's basically just simple questions like, have you ever been camping? Are you physical fit? Do you have any health issues? Uh, yeah. Are you terrified of snakes? Are you allergic to bees? <laughs> Uh, yeah. Can you go to the bathroom in the woods without an actual bathroom around? <laughs> you know, it's, bunch of temperature checks kind of deal right right because you know i you know i as a business as a business you're always going to protect yourself but you also got to protect your your clients and of course one thing i want to know is i want to know these important things about my clients before we go on this adventure because i have adventures picked all over that some are extreme for the people who what (laughs) so i have like a couple that are like working their way up, you know, and they're working mm-hmm. their way to the bigger, harder, you know, task. And yeah. then for the people who are already experienced and they're just like, hey, they want to go out know. there and they want to like, you know, like wear a snake for a belt and wrestle raccoons and, 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 <laughs> and stuff. <or> whatever. Right. <laughs> like, they want to howl back at the coyotes, man. So, <laughs> uh, you know, so I have so many different packages and, you know, we fill out, so they fill out the forms and then we do a Zoom meeting. Um, and once we do the Zoom meeting, it's, 
you know, it's a face to face. Hey, this is who I am. I tell them a little bit about me, you know, and find out a little bit about them. So that way we're not complete strangers now, you yeah. know, and, um, there's a level of trust you got to build, I assume, right? right. With, with, exactly. with when, when you do stuff like this, because I mean, you're a guide as right. it were, you are a physical guide into the outdoors for potentially people that like you've mentioned previously that have never experienced anything remotely close to this. Exactly. They're putting their entire trust in you. Right. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So I, and, and, you know, and that's, you know, and I tell them, you know, after we meet, it's like, Hey, that's, that's the whole point of these forums and stuff, because if it is not uncommon for us to run across a rattlesnake and if sure. I run across a rattlesnake and a little background of me, I used to breed reptiles as a hobby. So, mm. and, uh, venomous wow. was one of my favorite things to have. So it's not really? uncommon for me to pick up a rattlesnake. So, <laughs> Look so, at you, man. You're like the freaking <laughs> snake whisperer over here or something. Man, I don't know. I like, love, love animals, man. I love animals yeah. in general, dude. So, and, uh, I, and I've always tend to go for the animals that um, people are terrified of or, yeah. <laughs> you know, they just a buddy get a of mine, rep. A buddy of mine, he's got two scorpions. Nice. You, ever dealt, you ever dealt with them? I, I've had a few scorpions, yes. He's got a Japanese forest scorpion, which is, I think, they look menacing, but they're not. Right. To you know, they like they look like they're going to kill you, but they're just like big softies, more or less, <laughs> as far as the arachnid uh, thing goes. But then he's got another one that's like three times smaller than the forest scorpion. He's like, "That's some bitch. That she'll kill you." <laughs> <laughs> right. Like you know. <laughs> right, man, dude. I, dude. I used to have bird-eating tarantulas, man. I've I've had all kinds of crazy things. Wow. But yeah, so, you know, uh, that's one of the things I let them know is like, hey, I can identify snakes. And, you know, if I'm on a trail, especially a trail that's traveled a good bit, you know, if I see copperheads or rattlesnakes, man, I I move them, take mm -hmm. them away from the trail. That way no one gets hurt. You know, that way yeah. no one's taking the chance of getting hurt. The snake's got not going to get hurt. The human's not going to get hurt. Um, you know, so I try to find out these things because, you know, I don't want to take someone out and then they see a snake and then all of a sudden they run. Yeah. Right. Like, you know, this is, you know, this is where they live. We're just kind of walking through their home more or less, you know, <laughs> exactly. and they, you might, you might run across them and how do you deal with it? Exactly. And, you know, so I try to find out those things and, you know, a lot of these things too, just simple as, can you go to the bathroom in the forest? That is a, a big problem for a lot of people that I run into is like, uh, what do you mean? Uh, I'm like, yeah, there's, you know, if you want to actually go primitive camping, we're not going to have a bathroom access. <laughs> so. No, it's hug, hug a tree, man. Like, <laughs> right, man. Or I'm gonna whatever. Give you a shovel. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to give you a shovel and some wipes and there you go, man. And, uh, you know, so you, you know, there's a lot of things like I, it took time uh, when I started, when I, when I realized I wanted to make this a business, you know, um, I had to go through all the years in my head and all the people that I've already took on these adventures and think about all these things that that has came up and happened and how I can get ahead of that with new clients. Um, mm. You know, and also, you know, safety is a thing. Um, of course. Uh, last year, we, I, have so let me start back a little bit i have one of my best friends man i met him seven years ago um he is a city guy 
never been outdoors, uh, invited him on a trip. And man, I tell you, like, if anything could have ever went wrong on his first trip, it did happen. Like Murphy's uh, Law. <laughs> right, right. Well, my thing is, so with my business, and Wayne was listening to this, so for my business, I'm not, I don't take any clients somewhere that I have not been um, and that I, that I know very well. Um, I, you know, if it's myself or like one of my friends, then we're going to go venture new places because I am all the time checking out new places to add to the list. Yeah. Um, and this is one of the ones where another friend was there and we're like, oh, he'll be fine. We're going to go to a new place. So we took him to this whole place. We've never been. Uh, the trail was misleading. It never got us to the destination to the water. Uh, we stepped past a timber rattlesnake. Uh, <laughs> wow <laughs> right man dude like just like walked over down. him like the suck it was just like laying there chilling he's like oh yeah hey man oh yeah yeah it was, it was actually an october. by the way i'm a rattlesnake chicka, 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 right. chicka, 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 whatever yeah, it was october she was actually cold so i was able to pick her up get her off oh the dormant yeah okay. right so you know it was like she didn't even start rattling until i got her set down then she woke up like what are you doing <laughs> <laughs> right <laughs> but, like, yeah, man, dude, it was like, ah, uh, man, so miles of hiking to nowhere, having to backtrack. We went through all kinds of stuff, man. And I finally just found a place made camp. Then it started pouring down rain. So it was like anything that could have made this guy wow. never want to go in the woods again, should have. And he has turned out to be uh, one of my friends that I can say, yo, I'm about to take a big group. Do you want to tag along? And he's like, hey, man. I'm there. It takes off work. He's a uh, full-time tattoo artist. He'll take a day off, and we we go out. Really? But um, yeah. So <laughs> so yeah. So get to that, man. It was like you know, I take him. He he helps me. We were um, on a trip. We had two guys that had never been doing this stuff before. Uh, primitive camping, hike to a waterfall. A lady had fell off the top of the mountain. Um. And oh. yeah, her mother's standing there like my daughter, my daughter, my daughter, uh, straight down the mountain. And I, I just immediately like, even though they weren't my clients, man, I, I'm, I'm friends of the force is what I call it. You know, I'm mm -hmm. like, hey, this lady needs help. Uh, you know, he looks at me because I'm already like breaking gear off and he's like, I'm with you. So I give these other two guys like, hey, you stand here. And, and, and I know one of them very well. He's a good friend of mine as well. Uh, gave him a walkie talkie. And we start running down the trail because it's so steep. We had to go back down the trail. Then we had to hike through a creek to get to this mm. woman. Uh, we were scaling logs like 10, 15 feet above the ground. Like it was just, just nasty thick forest. Uh, Thor decides to strike his hammer, thunder and lightning striking everywhere, man. Oh, like, well, then you know, then you know it's like, <laughs> all right. Yeah. It's all it's, right now. Yeah. It was like meant to be, man. Uh, uh, we make it to the lady. She had broken ankle and a stick had ripped the whole back of her calf. Um, wow. So she was in bad shape. Uh, you know, patched her up as best I could, give her water because she kept trying to pass out. We were with her like four hours until EMT even got there. So, we so hold up. Just, hold on just a second. Are you saying that if you hadn't been in the right place at the right time that this person could have died. Yes. Yeah. The ENT actually told me that, that had we had not got there because we were so far without signal. 
there was um there was another who was a father and a husband he was panicking wanting to help and you know he had his family with him and i and i looked at the guy and i was like hey man if you can help me by going back to your car driving till you get signal and call 911 we will be with her yeah because you know, I, didn't, I didn't want to put this man's family in jeopardy you know i was like hey man right. he, he well he was in a, a frantic mode like he was ready to jump off the panic mode yeah, yeah he was about to jump off the side of this mountain adrenaline like, everything right yeah. yeah and i was like whoa man this is how you can help um and so yeah we were with her for four hours before emt actually made it to us and they had to repel lines down and a gurdy and then they come down and we helped them uh we also helped carry her out of the trail uh halfway they had a team meet us halfway um through that but they did tell us that hey if we wouldn't have been for us that it could have went really more you know serious and worse wow so you know one of those you just you're there in a moment luckily i knew some basic first aid things so (laughs) i was just jumped right into it man and to help her out and roll on so so hopefully on adventures you know you don't always run into that but sometimes man you know you're in the wilderness you trip something as easy as tripping over a rock oh yeah he calls a serious injury mud man. mud is slippery man rocks <laughs> when they're wet it's like ice it's like glass man um right so you know everybody that's listening and or watching um father of the wolves outdoor adventures the um the facebook page is going to be added to the show notes and to the um description but um father of the wolves outdoors at gmail.com is how anybody in the area that would want to contact you directly can can do that is that is that that's correct oh yeah yeah and this 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 uh this little i never like i didn't know about this like that's some serious like this is this, this is the kind of stuff that you would like watch on tv um on on like you know cnbc or something and be like yeah man like this guy just like found this woman off the side of a mountain and if it wasn't for them she'd be dead like you saved a woman's life you saved a person's life and your um your knowledge and your uh awareness of of, of how to survive in the wilderness literally saved the life and and that right there, ladies and gentlemen, you know, listening and watching, like that's a that's a testament to to Josh's uh, abilities. Um, I think if it, you know if you had any questions about is this guy legit, I think he's too legit <laughs> to quit. But, I mean, that I'm too legit to quit, man. I can't give up on the outdoors and helping people, uh, you know, learn about it and see it for what it needs to be seen as. So I think it's really wild, dude. That you you were you were mentioning a while earlier that everything kind of went official for you in right. 2020 which right. as we all know was an absolute shit storm of events that's a nice way to put it yeah <laughs> right and and so like how do you like where do you go from there like 2020 let me let me start let me launch a business let me launch something that like do you think that that was fortuitous and timing because the way the world was at the time like hey like now's a perfect time for people to get into this or was it just like well it's now or never or just what was going through your mind at the time like i'm just so, that, that's that's wild well one of the thing is you know obviously being as active musician as i am 
2020 basically like ran just everything music in the world straight to the gutters, man. Mm. Um, so uh, my main band, Therese Runa, we instantly, you know, we went through a rebrand and we started like, you know, we're just going to restart over and we're going to rewrite and do a whole new album. So mm. at that point, you know, we can't play shows. We played like three shows for the whole year. Uh, so it was like, well, I was like, man, like, you know, like we were talking before I came on, man, I, I am a creature of staying busy. I can't not stay busy. Yeah. And, you know, for years, it's been on my mind to launch this as a full-time business. Um, you know, like my friend I was just talking about that was there to help me with the lady that, you know, <laughs> who I've turned into this like outdoor monster himself, man. You know, this guy's yeah. always needed to go out. Uh, and we were on a venture and one day he was just like, man, it's, it's time, bro. Like you need to get this out there. You need to take off with it. And Light I was the fires like, and kick the tires. Right, man. So, you know, <laughs> I was like, you know what? And I'm, and I'm outside, right? So I'm all the time hiking or camping. And for the first time in my entire life, man, I go to two state parks in 2020 and I can't even get in because there's a line of people because of the at capacity bullshit rules that's been going on. Oh, wow. And I'm talking about like, you know, it didn't matter what day of the week I went to this state park, I could get indoors. And now for the first time, I'm either going to sit here for three hours waiting for this to clear out, or I'm going to not get in. And hmm. so I was like, now's the time, man. People, they can't go to bars. They can't go to music venues. So people are trying to explore the outdoors. Mm. Um, and, you know, like everything weighed on me. How many times did people ask me, well, where can I go do this? Or what do I buy? What do I wear? And I was like, now's the time. This is the perfect time. Because, yeah, I have a professional career that pays the bills. But one day, maybe this could take that place. If I don't start it now, like you said, it's now or never. You know, I mean, I'm either going to sink or I'm going to swim and never in my life I've ever sunk. I've always swam. So yeah. <laughs> I continue to try to swim, man. And I, and I yeah. do the same for this business. You know, I'm constantly evolving and adding more to it. But yeah, man, it was, it was one of those take a chance in 2020 because why the hell not? 2020 is, is a that's shit crazy. show. Let's see what happens. Yeah. And I think that's really, uh, that really speaks a lot. So it, it speaks a lot to your to your character, to your, um, you know, you as an individual and your approach to life. Um, but, you know, you and I have been, uh, you know, we, 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 we established a, a friendship or relationship years ago. Um, and at the time, what it was, was purely on like the music level. And then over the years, as right. we've remained connected through social media, because again, I'm in Tennessee, you're in North Carolina. It's not like we talk to each other face to face. Um, you know, I just, we, I notice a lot of your social media posts and I see a lot of heathen related things. And I'm like, man, you know, the guy's wearing a hammer. He's big into the outdoors. He's, you know, playing freaking Nordic folk instruments that he may or may like that, that, that's causing him to pull his hair out proverbially or, you know what I mean? And, <laughs> and, and so it, it it like elicits a question, you know, like how much of that, how much of 
you know, your the how much of, of, of Norse or Germanic heathenry plays a factor into your uh, approach to this business, and if any, if you're willing to talk about it, you know, and 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 was it always there? Did it like did, was a was a, a, a an ember kind of sparked into a fire? I just I'm, I guess I'm curious as much as everybody listening and watching is like, what's the deal? with that <laughs> talk about it you know oh absolutely man yeah so for me um heathenry started actually really early really early in my life um you know back when you could probably 12 13 man i have always been as obsessed with scandinavia and its culture and learning about it and you know i was always um studying mythology uh mm. and you know the common common thing taught in school is obviously Greek mythology. Uh, but of course I found my love interest in Norse mythology. And mm -hmm. when you, when you start looking at their stories, you know, obviously both have similarities and they have their differences. But to me, the Norse spoke more as far as being like, as we were talking about the outdoors and having to me, I felt like has way more appreciation for wildlife the wilderness and the outdoors and that that and, and since in the whole is who i am um i always respect nature to its fullest mm -hmm. um so started at a very young age um throughout the years always loved it you know I, even one of my past bands um i wrote a whole album <laughs> it was all viking themed uh, it was really? a, it was actually a death tour. Yeah, it was a death tour album, man. We even had a shirt with a guy designed on it. it was oh, and stuff. wow. So, you know, very, like I said, it's, it's, it's been a thing for me. This wasn't something that, you know, a year or two ago, I just like, oh, this is who I am. Hop on a bandwagon. Bingo, it, man. You know, like, I don't, oh, I don't Vikings is popular. Let me just man. cash in on this sort of thing. You know? <laughs> right, dude. It, it, so, so it has its pros, right? Because we can obviously now get shirts and juries a lot easier, you know. So it it's has trending, a, right, man? It's trending. So you can obviously get your hands on things a little bit easier. But then it's just like, ah, now I see a guy wearing, you know, the hammer, and I'm like, you watch the show Vikings, don't you? <laughs> you like, do. You yeah. You get that. You know, like, well, why are you wearing it? You know, are you? Are, <laughs> do, do you like the show? T you know, do you like the TV show, or are you about it? Right. And then are they you start telling you how. What are you about? You know, there's always that. There's like it's like it's like layers of an onion. You got to peel away at the layers to understand. And I feel like with you, man, like so much of what this religion, uh, as we could identify it, um, kind of captures is a very macho, hyper masculine sort of thing, which. Right. To a, to a large degree, to me is is is, is toxic, you right. know, because there's no gender here. Like this is not it's it's just for the guys and it's just for the dudes. And <laughs> oh man, I'm a beard. I got a beard, you know. I'm a beard. But like like right. that, that's how like I feel like some people just like walk around like yeah I I I can grow a great beard and I you know I've, I I bought this awesome hammer from a Swedish company, um and and you know, Hale Odin, but right. there's, there's obviously way more layers to that. And that's superficial. And it's on the surface. 
the 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 deeds, the action, the what you do, right? right? Connecting to nature, getting back to the way our ancestors literally lived day to day. Like this wasn't like a thing that they just like decided to do one day. It's what they had to do to survive. Exactly. And how yeah. we connect with that, how we yeah. reconnect with that, you know. And exactly. I feel like you, are, I feel like what you're offering in our in our region of the country is is providing people, whether they're heathen or not, because let's face right. it, it's not a heathen facing business, even though a lot of your branding and aesthetic tends it to um, capture that. It's not exclusive to people focusing on that. I'm sure. I mean, maybe you want to speak to that. You, you welcome clients from any walks of life that just want to get back to nature, right? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Just, you know, and that was the thing when I came up with the name. Obviously, uh, Henry, based Henry's father of the wolves. Um, but also because I, and you, you know that I have a wolf hybrid that's been in my life for 10 years. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it was when I was coming up with what am I going to name this business? You know, it, I could not get around it at all to not go in this direction. I tried, man. I tried to make yeah. it something all catchy with, you know, some pine trees here. And, uh, man, and it just was like, huh. And you start looking. And, and, I, and that's what I did was I was looking at other businesses. Because really in this region, there's not many tour guides. There's some that take, you know, the Appalachian Trail and they, that's all they do and that, I commend them I think that's awesome as well because they do you know very similar work um, but there's just not really many but when you, so I had to look in other areas and you know it's same it's the catchy like here's some trees and let's go wilderness uh, outtakes or something you know and it's just like <laughs> yeah. I, I couldn't get around it man um, yeah. and so my friend that I've been talking about that I, I've helped evolved into this outdoor must he you know he's a tattoo artist and he he helped design or he did design that and he took an image so that imagery is of me with my uh wolf dog we were up in the mountains up on this cool looking tree uh he took that and laid it and then you know gave me the mountains and uh the symbols and everything around it and, and it, it was just when he sent it i was like that's it like i love it uh yep there we go <laughs> Like, for everybody, perfect, for man. all the for all the Midgard musings um, uh, members, this is this is what what Josh is talking about, right? So for everybody listening, if you don't know what I'm talking about, you got to head over to his Facebook page. <laughs> Maybe you're not a Facebook guy or gal. This right. is what we're talking about. But you know, th- this is the you know you got the uh, what is it the Aegis uh, uh, Elmer? No. Yeah. Vegvisir, it's the Vegvisir, the, yep. the, the Nordic compass with the mountains, and that that's that's a artistic representation of you and your wolf hybrid, right? Right. And having you know the compass was a big part, you know, because if you go back and like, again, you look at outdoor companies, they'll just have your basic north, south, east, west compass, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it made sense to slap that there. Give me a little bit of mountains in the back then the font and then you know I, it was beautiful i was like yep that's it like that's that's the direction we're going that's it i'm happy and we're going with it that wolf's actually in here now she's just passed out sleeping behind the camera but, <laughs> but she's been a she's been a big part of my life man uh she she'll be 10 this year and uh i've had her since she was uh 10 months old 
and I researched having a wolf hybrid for three years before I made the commitment because they they are a different breed. High maintenance, maybe. Yeah, they're not your average dog, man. Um, however, it she is the friendliest, most goofiest animal you could ever meet. You know, uh, but you know she she's very picky about things. Like she, man, she loves the outdoors. Like she sees the hiking bag. Dude, she's spinning. She's ready. Like all about she's it. Yeah, she's howling at me, man. She's ready to go. Um, you know, some trips I don't get to take her, and she just like gives me big pouty faces. But, but uh, she uh, she's a great asset to have. Um, there's even been times where she sniffed out other animals, and one time she sniffed out a bear, uh, and she alerted wow. me. And one of my friends one time didn't believe it. Like, what do you mean she alerts you? Blah, blah, blah. Because she's like really a quiet animal. Uh, she's excited. She does her woo-woo howls and stuff. And uh, we were sitting around a campfire. And what she does is she starts sniffing the air. And then she, when she pins it where it's at, she looks back at me. And then she'll go back. And then she'll look back at me. And then she does it until I pay attention. Mm. And sure enough, man, we shined a spotlight in the direction. And there was a black bear, <laughs> like hanging out. Mm. I'm like, yeah, believe me now. <laughs> like, she's she's great at alerting, man. So I, I try to take her on every adventure I can. She's 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 all part of it. I mean, she's she's part of the branding, you know. Oh yeah. Uh, for goodness' definitely. sake, and you know, like, and she's literally part of it. So it definitely fits. It 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 fits like like a glove you know exactly. like it just it's yeah. it's it's perfect so you know for anybody that is um like what is your reach just out of curiosity like do, do you do you have like a limit like hey you know within 500 miles of the charlotte north carolina area or is it just like hey if you're in the area and you want to go excursion you know uh, on an on an excursion right. or on an adventure it's like it doesn't matter just hit me so up it, kind of thing or well yeah and it's, it's predominantly um predominantly north carolina south carolina mm-hmm. um you know a lot of people don't think of south carolina having some mountains but they do and they reach matter down fact, there, sure man they have one of the most gorgeous lakes down there where waterfalls are falling into the, the lake um so and i try to come up to tennessee as much as i can um, nice. I actually, my family's from Elizabeth and I don't, that's probably what, a couple hours from you. Yeah. I think that that's, uh, uh, Johnson city. Up in that yeah. Area. That's, that's like, uh, Northeast, Northeast of us. So okay. you're, yeah, you know, like Johnson city. Yeah. Like you're about two, three hours. So, approximately, um, so yeah, I do a little bit of there, um, Virginia, um, just over okay. the state line. There's a few areas up that way. If they're closer to that side and they want to go that way. Um, and then Georgia as well. I've done some exploring last year, scoping out a few cool places, man. And and Georgia was one of those places that, you know, I was always going to Atlanta. I can't stand Atlanta. <laughs> so Atlanta. like Atlanta. Yeah, right. So Georgia always kind of like <laughs> had a bad taste in my mouth. And I don't mean to offend anyone from Georgia. It's just it was Atlanta, man. I'm always sitting in traffic or something, but oh, yeah. their mountain region uh, is spectacular, man. They have some beautiful scenery up there. 
So yeah, what's I, that? Uh, what's that? What's that place? Um, it's a big. I mean, it's a it's a big attraction. It's got. It's like a. Uh, Hill of the Dragon. Talking about that. It may not be necessarily that, but it's got the whole. It's like a Civil War carving on the side of the mountain. You know what I'm talking about? Was it? Uh, oh, is it man, stone. What's it? What is the name stone of that? Mountain? It, stone Mountain. Okay. <laughs> so like, yeah, and he was like. Like no disrespect, but Josh was like, "Yeah, okay, Stone Mountain, woohoo." You know what I mean? But, yeah, like whatever, dude. Don't, don't I'm just like saying, that, like man. that don't that like, like the, that. the 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 terrain up in that area is like it's impressive. Um, but you're all over here, like Tale of the Dragon. I'm like, oh no, you know the the the, the sphincter of the Griffin. No, that's what I'm talking about. But <laughs> well, so many people, man, like the Tale of the Dragon, because you know I'm also like I ride Harley's, man. So. Okay. Um, and so one of the trails that I, so one of my packages, um, I, we go camping and I'm a guide for whitewater rafting on, um, I work with this, dude, it's fun stuff, man. Uh, was able to link up with this campground. They do a whole package deal. And then I'm the, like, Hey, I'm the guy in the back. Let's go. Um, but it's right off the tail of the dragon, man. So like all day long, like you're seeing, you know, million dollar sports cars run up and down, packs of motorcycles, man. That's a very popular going up the Fontana Dam and all that. I mean, it's beautiful. It's yeah. gorgeous. Yeah. But uh, it's one of them, like, you know, be careful when you're doing that. If you're, even if you're just in your normal vehicle, like in just a family car, you got to watch, man. The people, they're up there to, to haul ass around them curves, man. And oh, yeah. it's dangerous. And, dude, a lot of people die every year out there. So that's kind of like the place of the, New York where I'm where I grew up not necessarily where I'm from but like the Delaware River okay. um uh, a lot of the 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 Sullivan County New York if you ever okay. go up north um and and you decide to explore some of those areas up in there you know around like uh just like Sullivan County New York you know you, uh the Bashkill okay um that that whole area um same way like they they filmed you know how like they film car commercials where it's like super windy treacherous roads and cars are like (laughs) you know just winding through like they film car commercials up in those areas you know what i mean (laughs) and and how it hangs in this turn yeah exactly (laughs) and it's the same kind of stuff man it's the same kind of stuff so if you ever like if you ever venture far up north that way um exciting stuff but yeah for everybody that's in like you know let's say north carolina maybe south carolina virginia northeast tennessee parts of georgia um definitely check out father of the wolves outdoor adventures on facebook all that's going to be linked um in the show notes and in the description if you want to reach out to josh directly it's going to be father of the wolves outdoors at gmail.com again linked in the show notes and in the description um he's your guy i mean he's your guy and he's your guide um to my understanding because the man literally saved a woman's life i don't know how much more like if you need that on a piece of paper you, you heard it here and you saw it here um that 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 that's all the credibility that i would need like yep that's fine um you know the world could be crashing down around me and if i'm out stuck in the middle of bumfuck nowhere 
sorry for the language, but uh, and and Josh is here. He's 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 got me. You know, I will find you food. I will build you shelter and build you a fire. We'll be good. Yeah, we'll we'll be good. So, um, Josh, I really appreciate um, the, the the level of, of of candidness. You know how much you were able to and willing to share about not only what you what you do as far as a business goes, but kind of touching a little bit into your heathenry. Um, as we wrap the podcast up, there's there's this segment where we uh, talk about uh, or we pick like a random stanza of the Havamal. So, you know, as you as you've expressed and as you know, uh, Havamal being a pretty popular uh, section of the poetic Edda uh, amongst Norse and Germanic heathens. Um, and the the stanza that we picked for today, I like to, you know, read from a number of different translations and always if I have a guest as we do today talk about the meaning of the stanza amongst not just you know oh here's what it means to me but how does it hit you or how does it hit uh the the you know the person who I'm talking with and we you know open it up for discussion so um the 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 stanza for discussion today is um stanza 47 from the Havamal so anybody listening, watching, you know, whatever uh, translation of the Havamal that you read from, I read from a number of different translations. So we've got Auden and Taylor, Bellows, Bray, um, Hollander, which is always a fun one, Terry, Thorpe, and Jackson Crawford, specifically the uh, Wanderers Havamal. Um, so I'll start with the Auden and Taylor translation, which is... Uh, Let's see here. It's a young and alone on a long road. Once I lost my way. Rich I felt when I found another. Man rejoices in man. Bellows translation reads, um, young once young was I once and wandered alone and naught of the road I knew. Rich did I feel when a comrade I found, for man is man's delight. The Bray translation reads, young was I once, I walked alone and bewildered seemed in the way. Then I found me another, and rich I thought me, for man is the joy of man. Hollander is young once I once, young once, young was I once. And went along and wandering lost my way. When a friend I found, I felt me rich. Man is cheered by man. The Terry translation reads, Always as a young man I traveled alone, and I would lose my way. I felt I was rich if I made a friend. No man by himself is happy. Uh, the Thorpe Translation reads, I was once young, I was journeying alone and lost my way, rich I thought myself when I met another, man is the joy of man. And then in the uh, Jackson Crawford Wanderers Havamal, finally we'll go, I was young once, I walked alone and I became lost on my way. I felt like I was rich when I met another traveler. 
people's joy is in other people. Now, I, uh, I feel like that is a, like, just, it, it's, it's random because, again, before talking to you, I didn't have, like, oh, I'm talking to Josh about wandering in the wilderness and finding, you know, having people who have never been in the wilderness before uh, finding comfort and finding you know, value in another person and in another manner, you know what I mean? Like, and yet this is where we find ourselves. And I think that it, it really hits a nerve or it strikes a chord as it were about the fact that we as human beings are social creatures. Josh, you were talking about earlier uh, with the fact that when you launch this whole thing publicly, father of the wolves outdoors, during a time when social interaction was almost stripped mm-hmm. from humanity, there was this quarantine, there was this isolation, there was this focus on isolation. And you decided that that was a good time to publicly launch a business that focused on human interaction. And the, the fact that we are social creatures, we cannot survive on isolation you know right how does that how does it how does how does all this like hearing it hearing the different translations and stuff like what is it what what do you think like stands out to you from 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 your perspective i mean it's it it is ironic how that would would play into what i'm doing uh i get I, i agree with you on that because the way you know i took that translation even through them all is someone and even in myself in my life before you know i've always been deemed a lone wolf to you know by myself Mm. um and there's times in life where i've strayed away from things that i normally wouldn't do or around people and then have found myself come back full circle and feel more whole so to speak around those people in my life um so yeah i mean i feel like it's the same you know i I just want to help people continue being happy. And if you know that that's a pretty touching uh, translations you did there, man, I, I like that one a lot because it's basically, I feel like it's someone being straight away and finding wholesomeness amongst company. Yeah. And company, you know, uh, th- that that's so much. I feel that in modern heathenry or in modern paganism, you know, there's a lot of solo people, a lot of solo practitioners. There's a lot of folks out here that haven't found the social construct um, in their area that I think heathenry ultimately thrives in. Um, I feel like this particular path in paganism, this particular approach to heathen, you know, like we talk about different uh polytheistic beliefs you know um this this one is is specifically socially and communally based there's it's almost like you can't appreciate and absorb the full benefit of what heathenry has to offer germanic heathenry has to offer without tribe without community without 
social interactions, you know, and your tribe doesn't have to be so in like, it doesn't have to be a certain number of people like your tribe can be like for us here, you know, in my in in my area right now, at the time of this podcast, you know, our tribe is like three title carrying members and and family or whatever, like it's 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 small and, and, and whatever, but it's there's still that sense of family, there's still that sense of belonging to something and I think that a lot of people nowadays are looking for that. Right. I don't know what if you get a sense of that in your area, but at least in our area, you know, a lot of people are looking to be a part of something and they don't know or they don't have any specific thing that they know that they can be a part of. And I feel like what you're offering, Josh, specifically in your area is a way for people to connect and to learn about right. things that they can uh, share with their people and whether it becomes tribal at the at you know more people become a part of it you're you're planting a seed um, right in a way you know exactly and and man no matter where you look at it like like i said i deem myself as a lone wolf individual you know i've been by myself most of my life and and stuff but i have my tribe and that tribe is very important to me. You know, I have I have abundance of friends that I like and that I care about, but I have my tribe, man. And you know, yeah. that tribe is not one to mess with. That is the one that I help take care of and I help build the relationship with and uh, you know, what I look forward to being around, you know, them them individuals, man. So uh tribe is having your tribe, man, is it's very important. Yeah. And I think that, you know, one of the things that the Internet overall has uh, cultivated, fortunately and unfortunately, is how easy we can connect with people. Right. Um, and sometimes that connection can, um, you know, like portray a, a, a it mis, misportrays or misinter like just because you're good friends with somebody online don't mean that they're tribe. You know what I mean? Like, doesn't mean that right. they're an extension of your family. Like there, there's a level of connection that you have to have with somebody. And I feel like the things like you're doing um, on a, on a, in a personal level, you know, you're literally taking people after you've talked to them and understand, like you've, you've set that expectation, but now yeah. like we're out, we're out going and we're doing the thing that builds a level of trust that cannot be built online over long distance. Like, I'm sorry. (laughs) Like, even though I've known you for several years, like I'm not going to trust you as much as I ever could. If I were to just, you know, go hiking for six, seven, eight miles in places that I've never been before, you know, like, yeah, we're cool. (laughs) Like we know each other and that's, you know, we we've met in person like that's happened, but I'm just saying like, right you're not going to experience that level of trust. You're not going to experience, you're not going to be able to experience not that you, it's not a, it's not an initial thing. You're not going to be given the opportunity to build that level of trust, that frith, you know, that, that mutual trust, that mutual obligation between a human being without being with them in person. Exactly. And I feel like you're doing that in, in, in your way with, um, you know, father of the wolves. Um, so I applaud you for that. And I think you're doing a tremendous uh, level of, of service to the community. Um, and I look forward to seeing what you're able to offer, you know, going forward with, with everybody and anybody that wants to be a part of that. And I think anybody listening and watching 
that's respectively in our area that wants to, you know, take Josh up, you need to, you need to hit him up. So, you know, <laughs> check out the, uh, the show notes and the description and stuff and then, and, and, and book a session, man. I, I, I you know, it, formally or informally, you know, my, my wife's family is, is in North Carolina. I have some family in North Carolina too, spread abroad, but, um, you know, when, uh, when, it, when, it, when it has the time allows and, and I'm like, Hey, you know what, let's, let's go get lost somewhere or try to. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, you hit me up. I appreciate that, man. And just hit me up, man. I'll, I'll give you a good adventure, man. And, you know, that's one of the things that, you know, what you're saying is building that trust, man. Um, I, I want to have that with my clients and I want them to feel safe. Um, and, you know, and I do see that. And a lot of times, you know, they're nervous meeting me and, and it's like, okay, let's talk about it. And then we get out there and you can see that they're, they're, they're kind of at that point where it's like, Oh, you know what? I don't know him, but I'm going to have to trust him. I wanted this. And then they start seeing the things and they see me put it together for them and, and making sure that they're comfortable and they got everything. Yeah. And then at the end, you know, they, you know, so, and, and you know, it's a business, you know, and there's those points at times, man, where like taking the money for it is like, it's not really, I don't do it for the money, you know, it's sure it's, if it could, you know, one day be my income full time, that'd be great. But, you know, it's more or less the reward I get from this is seeing these people happy and seeing them just overwhelmed with joy for the mm. first time ever seeing you know, a 60 to 80 foot tall waterfall up close, you know, or standing on top of the Blue Ridge and actually overlooking just beautiful mountains. Um, and sometimes I like, I, you know, I feel bad about it. I got to take your money because this is part of the business. But it's, it's you know, just seeing the connection that, that happens with it, man, and, and do receiving the trust in the end is very important, um, you know, and I just again man i love connecting people with nature and uh showing them things that they never thought they would ever see or just didn't think to look out there yeah no i think it's i think it's tremendously valuable and i think that uh the more that people who haven't experienced it get to experience it um the better that they are uh becoming equipped to um service and provide for their own hearths and homes exactly. you know um, and, and and show their tribe hey i've done this for a few times now i want to go take my tribe out and teach them this and show them this yeah you know one of the things i tell people is you can step out in your front yard you can look up at the sky at night and see the stars but i can promise you unless you are miles and miles and miles away from civilization you'll never see the stars as beautiful they are until you're in that forest man and yeah. you know just the small things like that um that people would never think of or take for granted man and then they could get out there and just sit in a hammock stare at these bright stars amongst the pines and stuff you know oh yeah small little things like that man is is uh the outdoors has it dude and i just hope to connect more people with it yeah and that that's tremendous and i want to see that happen more so everybody that's listening and watching please you know check the show notes check the description um for the ways that you can become a part of this if you're in the area that you want to be uh you know connecting with josh and what he does again it's father of the wolves outdoor adventures facebook um there's going to be a website i'm sure that, that that'll be updated on your social media as well yes, um, yes. when so it has it launches, available 
Yep. Yeah. As soon as it launches, I'll be sharing it out there, man. Cause I, I am excited to get that out there. Um, cause I do get a lot of questions that come in. Um, and I'm limited in what I could do with the big cartel. And I was like, yeah. I've got to really fix this. Uh, so I'm really excited to get this launched, man. And, uh, as soon as it's out there, it'll be shared. Sweet. So yeah, everybody, um, that's listening and watching, check out the show notes, check out the description. That's a horse that I've beaten to death, <laughs> but happily so. Um, Josh, stay that. online uh, for just a second while I while we wrap the podcast up. But um, thank you so much for being on here today and taking the time out of your very, very busy and productive schedule um, to thank be you. on here. It's much appreciated. Thank you, Jesse. I enjoyed being on here, man. Awesome. It's great to have you. So uh, for everybody else that's listening and watching, you know, as always, be sure to uh, check the show notes for all the ways that you can support Midgard Musings, whether you become a follower on all my social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, subscribe, follow, you know, the bit um, and all the other ways, you know, you can buy merchandise, you can um, send your donations, whatever you want to do, however you want to do it. It's all notated in the description in the show notes. Thank you all for your continued support. And until we talk again, hail and may your hearth fires continue to burn bright.